Hey everyone, my name is Aaliyah. I'm the editor of 10 at 10 Hip Hop and Culture in Calgary, and I'm also the host of the Have You Met Aaliyah podcast. I'm chatting today with my friend Donze Robinson, a local rapper here in Calgary, Alberta. By now, everyone should realize that this is my favorite question and favorite way to start an interview. So Donze, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Couple sentences, who are you? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't really even thought to put a description of myself in sentences, but I would just say I'm just a regular guy, a university student. I make music on the side. Yeah, ain't no one realer. He said, don't come close, he a killer. Ain't nothing new, is that how I spend my dumps? Uh, in my music aspect, I'm signed in Atlanta and I've been doing a, a bunch of work for uh, the past, well, four years now. And yeah, I've just been working with a bunch of artists around the world, mostly the States and Canada and while, while in school as well. Aiming for med school right now in kinesiology. And yeah, that's, that's, that's me. How did you get into music? What made you decide to start pursuing music on the side, especially when trying to get into the medical field, which is already a very time-consuming endeavor? Yeah. Um, honestly, it just started off because I, I I was never really into making music. Yeah, I love music. And I was, I was known to be good with words, like writing poems and all. But I wasn't really into music. I never really saw myself as somebody who was going to go into making music. But late 2016, early 2017, that was when I just decided, let me just let me just make something just for fun. And then and then when I got in the studio with my friends, because I had friends that were making music, when I got in the studio with them, it was just so fluent. And it was it was it was such that I, I just fell in love with it. And as time went by, a lot of I received a lot of support. Uh, of course, some big names, but honestly, what did it for me was just the localization um, and every all the friends that I that I've come across in this uh, endeavor just keeps pushing me forward. I would say you said that you started this in like 2016 or 2017, so that's relatively. That's a relatively short amount of time to be invested in music and to become as successful as you have. So what has that been like to see yourself interacting with the work that you're creating and wanting more of it? What was that like? Uh, I wouldn't really consider myself successful yet, but we all have the aspiration to be to break it out in the music industry. Um, I Right now, I would say the state that I'm, I'm at is such that you, I don't really... Well, you don't really see a lot of artists break that barrier. And it's it's just, I would say I would attribute it to luck and being at the right place in the, and at the right time and just your willingness to connect. So I'm the kind of person that I, I like to bring people together. I like to, I'm just a social dude. If you see me, in, if you see me in a room at first, I might seem intimidating but i always want to stretch a hand and just and just talk to everybody in the room and that's really helped me because every time i go to my friends shows even outside of music i just want to talk to people and want to see what they have to offer in that way it's just open doors for me 
even on social media, it's the same thing. That's how I met my manager in 2000, late 2017. I just DM'd a bunch of, a bunch of artists, a bunch of CEOs, a bunch of managers, and everyone who got back to me just, it was just, just making that first move to connect with them, I guess would be what I attribute my uh, success thus far. I'm really glad that you spoke about being a social person and engaging with the people around you and also the benefits of social media. I remember when we met, it was on set for Whip, the, a Whip, Whip Like That music video yeah. that was being filmed here in Calgary with Samsung City. And I was so nervous. I was in this. I've never been in a music video ever. And mm -hmm. you were the only person I did not feel nervous to say hello to. So <laughs> that was a wonderful feeling. But the advantages of social media, I agree. Using social media to connect, to reach out, to find those bridges is really important. And also having social media to kind of expose you to what else is going on and inspiration and things like that. And I know that I'm frequently telling people to visit your page, to visit other artists in the city, to kind of see what's being created and to see how they can contribute to the music industry in the city to make it a lot more lively. So how would you describe the music that you typically make? For me, I would say more hip hop, alternative rap and trap. But my music is just really versatile. I'm, like I'm, I'm just a really malleable person. Of course, I was. I think I was around 18 when I started making music, so I haven't hadn't fully matured. So I was always trying to find my voice, as they say. Uh, so I could, honestly, I, I have so many songs that are like, like R&B. I have uh, a bunch of singing songs. Like it's just a bunch of stuff. But what I put out to the pub uh, to the public. It's just a, a more of hip hop, alternative rap and trap. Interesting. So can we expect to see or hear some of that music that you've kept private? Definitely. It, I'm just piling it up right now. And it's not even something that I that I just made them when I was young. It's, so, it's just stuff that I, when I'm in a different headspace or when I'm, when I feel like I want to try new things, I just record a bunch of stuff just for my ears only, just so I can get inspired by it. Uh, it just it works differently in my head but i get inspired by it and i just kind of lock it away but in the end it's just something that i'm gonna just release uh to the public wow i love that self-referential creation so working on music and also studying to become a doctor how do these pursuits complement one another and how does music align with goals that you might have in life so i wouldn't i wouldn't really say working on music complements my striving to be a, a doctor because it, it just really doesn't come hand in hand but but it's helped me in other things like my businesses or investment opportunities and w with working on me with music you have to be a really social person and you have to even though music is a passion and everything there's there is a business aspect to it so you have to be a good business person if you want to be successful with music so and being a good business person means you need to have an elevator pitch you need to you need to be able to sway anybody to look at your content and and just i guess well not really convince them to like your stuff but you know what i mean just 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 talking to people and just letting them see and understand and recognize the talent within you and that's with anything in sales and 
because I deal with sales. I deal with just a just a bunch of in, investment and in, in networking in my in my personal life, and that's really helped me to. In with medicine, I can't really. I feel the only the only thing that it's helped me with is the idea of just just to keep moving forward. Of course, with music, if any any anybody who's an artist knows, it's not it's not something that you just blow up right away once you start making music. It's just a bunch of ups and downs, and it really helps you get that resiliency. And once I get that resiliency from music, it just goes into other aspects of my life. That was very well said. You said you mentioned that it's not when you enter the music industry, it's not something where you blow up right away. It takes some time. How has your experience been in the music industry? Is there anything about it that you would change? Right now, uh, what I would, what I think I'd change is just all the artists who have misconceptions of uh, that. Once you get into, once you start making music, you you pop off right away. And if it takes three, four, five, ten years to pop off, then you don't have the talent. A lot of people get into music and drop out of high school or drop out of college, and they focus. Yeah, it's good to be passionate and focus your energy into something, but putting your egg, your eggs in one basket hasn't really proved to help anybody at all. Uh, even the successful people have more than five, ten way, uh, streams of income. What I would want to change is that misconception and let people. Uh, well, the younger artists know that, yeah, music is a passion, but you can, eat, just to help yourself, just don't focus only on music. Don't focus only on on one source of income. If you have the opportunity to go to school, go to school. If, you, if you're saying you can't get a job, you can't work retail because you're pursuing your your career in music, then that's, I feel like that is uh, counterproductive and you should go get a job because you need money to invest in yourself as well. Absolutely. With that in mind, going out and taking these opportunities, making sure that you always have other streams of income, other ways to support yourself, you have a foundation. How did you come to realize that? Like, is that something that you grew up knowing that you should always have these other outlets, you should always have these other sources of income, security, well, so that you can pursue what you care about more comfortably or... Is that something that you had to learn later in life through experiences? Oh no, with with me, I've always been money driven. Ever since I, ever <laughs> since I could remember, I was always money driven in the sense that I I always try to find not not um, short term financial benefit, but just something in the long term. And I always looked at it in in the sense that even if I'm a millionaire and I'm making money off of music, I don't want to. It's just—it's really going to get boring because everybody's always striving for more. So, I—I want to put myself in a position where I have so many other things doing and so many other profitable things. So, if I'm—if I'm in med school, hopefully, if I become a doctor, that—I think that'll be a first. That for me, that's going to be the most innovative thing as a as a an artist and a doctor. Businesses coming into play. Just different streams of income is it's it's always been at the back of my head. It's not something that someone taught to me. It's something that I like I always yearned to educate myself on. You mentioned earlier in this interview that 
it seems like music and the medical field don't interact a lot, but I think that maybe having this creative outlet and being able to socialize with people, being able to develop a sort of empathy through our an artistic output is actually really beneficial to being a medical professional. And I know that a lot of medical careers or a lot of medical schools in Canada have incorporated fine art courses into their medical curriculum to make more empathetic doctors. Yeah. So yeah. if anything, like you're setting yourself up for absolute success. So yeah, that is, yeah, that is true because I, I remember um, some doctor friends that I have that work in clinics or even the hospital. The problem isn't really getting patients, it's keeping patients. A patient, I could see five doctors in the same clinic, but I would like to have like a family doctor. And for a family doctor, it's somebody you, you need to be open with and someone who, who, who you want to socialize with and somebody who, who you want to tell your problems to. You're not going to want to tell your problems to somebody who's closed off. And uh, that's where you need the, those social skills. And that's where you need to be a people person. And I know uh, applying for med school right now, you don't even you don't even need to be book smart anymore. Right, right now, they're just... Yeah, it's about connections, but it's also about volunteering, and it's all—it's also about your social skills as a human being. You're supposed to socialize and empathize with with people, and as a doctor, you're supposed to uh, at least show a bit of empathy towards your patients. Exactly. So wonderfully said. So when you're working on building this like realm for yourself and exercising your creativity and learning about the medical field and I know that you mentioned that you feel really creative when you're making work and letting that inspire yourself but when you feel most creative or most when do you feel most successful in your creativity is it through like maybe collaborations or going out and traveling like where where do you find inspiration outside of yourself and motivation to keep creating I I would say inspiration is outside of myself. Honestly, it's just, I can't really pinpoint it exactly, but I feel the sense of independence going out hiking or something. I don't hike, but I'm just saying those, those things, <laughs> like just doing things by yourself and just letting yourself understand that I'm in a place, I'm in a position where I have the will to be creative. I have the will to take risks by myself and I have nobody to tell me what to do but me. So I'm a, I'm a kind of person where uh, I, I love free time. I love time alone. Even going to the gym for me, because that's really when I get really in, inspired to make music. Just, just not the gym in particular, but just the travel to the, to the gym. So while I'm in my car, I just, it's, it's a lot of time for me to reflect and cause a lot of producers send me their beats that they, that they make. So I just get in my email and just play everything and just get inspired by that. So I feel like the sense of being alone for me and the sense of being in my own space really gets me inspired. So even if I'm, even if I'm within people, in, in that sense, it's still not it's still not extrinsic. It's it's still it's still within myself. I get I just get motivated through different um, sources and different mediums. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's just it just works differently in my head. No, I think I understand. Enjoying to spend time alone really 
making use of that time alone. And I guess right now, being in a world situation with COVID, we're spending a lot of time alone. So how has COVID affected your creativity, your music practice, your pursuits in general? I would say it's 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 the concept of one door shutting and another one open because yeah you don't you you can't do shows you can't um, go on tour you can't do there were, there were so many plans I made or that were made for me in 2020 that I couldn't go through with just because of the pandemic so where where I fell in that instance I made up for it in the social networking part of things because when you're when you have nothing to do but stay on your computer or watch tv you're always gonna want to use that to your advantage i saw my streams go up i've seen a lot of collaborations i just basically became an internet warrior honestly because during covid well the pandemic the quarantine i just reached out to a bunch of artists, uh, just a bunch of big names, a bunch of uh, local artists as well and local influencers. And we just started getting the ball rolling on a bunch of projects. And that's what uh, I would say, that's what I think everybody should be doing at this time. Get motivated to move forward regardless. Just because you're at home doesn't mean you can't be creative. And, and with me too, that's the personal uh, space. Just me being in my own space. It's also helped me find new voices, just become a, a more mature version of myself, I would say. Because once you, once you spend so much time with yourself, you, you, get, you start to reflect, reflect on a bunch of things. So it's really, I feel like the whole pandemic situation in as much as it's it's been a very rough few months or almost a year now it's also been a blessing in disguise in its own way you are saying so many wonderful motivational things that i think people really need to hear you truly have a great way with words donze thank you thank you appreciate that you're welcome so obviously there are people who are wise by nature old souls but in your life, what do you think has been the best advice you have received? Besides, because I know that you're giving really great advice. So there has to have been a moment where somebody said something to you and it just changed you. It just hit you. It impacted you in a really profound way. What is the best advice you've received? Uh, I would say the best advice I've received is from, from my father. Uh, he he said, "Don't compete with, don't compete with other people." And that's that's something that we we all know. But the way he told me, he was like, "No, don't compete with other people. Once you once you're competing with yourself, then you grow. And once you compete with others, that's when you start to fall. And uh, we need to understand that life is never a bed of roses. It still has thorns that's gonna prick you." So you're never gonna you're never gonna get it exactly the way you want it in life. So regardless of whether you feel like you're in a perfect world, and whatever seems perfect to others might not be. It's really subjective. It might not be for you. So what I what I feel like the the key takeaway from that is you can't like the same thing. Life's a better life can't be a bed of roses, and even if it is, it has thorns, and it's still gonna break you in the end. It was such a wonderful thing to say, such a gem. Do not compete with 
others. I think that is a very important thing that you've learned from your father. So props to you guys. We're about to finish the interview, which has been amazing. I feel like you practically interviewed yourself. You reflected as you were speaking. Yeah, you did so was, well. I, it, I didn't it, have to do too much yeah, work. No, you did, you did great. You opened, my, <laughs> you opened my eyes and you got me thinking about a lot of things that made me reflect on myself too. And that, that makes a great interview. Amazing. Well, this has been an absolutely brilliant interview. So just in closing at 10X, we are wondering if there is anything in 2021, anything that we can promote, anything to expect, things that you're working on, things that you might want a little bit of hype for that we can mention as um, as a closing for this interview. Uh Right now, uh, I, I can't really say too much, which is the thing. The, the information that I that I have for this year, it's definitely a big one. It's just a bunch. It's going to be so many new names. Uh, we can expect lots of collaborations and new faces and visuals. There's more content in general, but I just can't really get into the specifics of things because I just don't know uh, the extent at which I'm limited to say, I guess. But yeah. I will be sure to send you guys everything and with every step of the way. Good luck on everything that you're working on. Thank you again for such a wonderful well, interview and for taking time on your Saturday to talk with me. Um, not a problem. Thank you for this interview. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, uh, what I just want to say is I, I really appreciate Tenetan at uh, with everything they with everything you guys have done ever since. I don't know if you know this, but my first show was at 10 and 10 with benny uh he's always been the guy well from previous pushing me and just i really appreciate the support i've i've grown uh with you guys and i've grown with uh your your the people who work with you guys as well and it's really nice to meet new people who um support who support you, you get you just get that sense of family uh familiarity so I really appreciate that. Amazing. Well, I'm glad that 10X has been influential in your journey. I'm Alia Aluma. Thank you for listening. Came a long way. I could put butter on my plate. Now I'm a superstar, free man with no sack. I run out of space on my wrist. I got steel bangs.